Welcome to the Lila Life Show. This is your host, Linda Andrews, and thank you so much for tuning in. With any episode that we have, whether it's a solo cast or a guest expert interview, my intention is for you to be able to anchor into yourself, to ground into yourself, and to explore, whether that's a new concept, an idea, whether something's intuitive in you going off, or there's just something that you hadn't thought of in a different way before. I hope you get to explore curiously, to sense make, and to activate something in yourself that you hadn't had activated. Enjoy today's show. As always, please like, share, subscribe, do the thing, and we hope to help support you consciously up-leveling in your life and business, the Leela way. Welcome to the Leela Life Show. This is your host, Linda Andrews, and I am happy to be with you today. As always, if you are synced up with the YouTube channel, then you are getting to hear this before the people listening on the podcast channel. So just something to bear in mind when you're listening to these, depending on the channel, there's a different production cycle. All right, back to today's show. I was feeling a little bit of how to start showing up for myself as a good little jumping off point here. So it's like, how do you get into optimizing for well-being? How do you get into healing? How do you like, how do you start? And I've heard this before around just like having the courage to look at yourself, to dive in, to do the work. And how do you start? First of all, I noticed in my own starting, it was a gradual and sometimes very subtle process. I can remember as a young girl, even, you know, really journaling and kind of feeling like something was wrong and, you know, being in therapy as a teenager, like these are parts of the journey that definitely add to the process for me personally, as I got older, you know, it started to feel like that little inner screaming. If you've ever heard first God whispers, then God talks then God screams like things in my life were screaming at me. And one of those things being my body, you know, was a lot of different health indicators. So how do you start showing up for yourself? Maybe just even hearing that question, how do I start showing up for myself? See what that evokes in you. What subtleties, what feelings come up? What areas come up for you? What do you think, oh, I don't have time for that. I don't, I'm not ready for that. Or I am showing up for myself I'm, and I do it in these ways. So notice how you're responding to that. Notice any judgment coming up. Notice any re resistance. My hope in giving you those cues is you can start to do that when you're walking, talking, being in conversation, relationship with others. This noticing is so important. I wanted to touch on this third, but we're going to start with it. Notice what's going on in your body. Notice what's going on around you. And so those resistant areas, those areas in your life that feel like, oh, this is hard. <laughs> you know, I, I tell the story of when I was in my finance career, I was literally hiding under the desk at work one day crying. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't think this is a good fit. So when you're noticing, noticing where you're not showing up for yourself, 
notice when you maybe see someone show up for themselves in a certain way? Is there a comparison or jealousy that comes up? Notice your relationship in the many ways you can connect with this idea of how am I showing up for myself? And this word starting feels really specific because there is always, yes, I use the all word, uh, the all, the A word always. There's something that you're not doing that you could be doing that could be your now way of showing up for yourself. So I had this realization recently where I had these different tests done for different nutrition and just my whole biology done 15 years ago, 10 years ago. And I noticed myself saying to the practitioner, anytime they bring it up, yeah, I, I did that 10 years ago, 15 years ago. And so it doesn't feel like starting because quote unquote, I did it 15 years ago, 10 years ago, but that is not showing up for me in that way now. <laughs> and so the information that I could gather from some of these tests and reports about my overall health and well-being would actually really help me show up for myself in a different way with more information. And I noticed this resistance of like, oh, I did it 10 or 15 years ago. So what do you need to start or restart? Or you, you've started before, then stopped. And so this is truly a start again. You know, use restart if you need to. Maybe I'll try that with my own psychology, which is bringing up this point of knowing yourself and knowing how to work with yourself, your psychology, your energy. Is it that you're restarting or starting? Is one of those more inspiring? Is this whole thing overthinking this? right? You don't even have time for it. It's what is going to work for you. But knowing that when you give this opportunity to notice and have some deeper inquiry into what's going on in your world, through the subtleties, information will reveal itself. As always, if you're getting little pings, if you're getting little insights, note them, figure out what's wanting to be unpacked within you. I've talked about mirror talk before. And I want to combine these two because it could be a nice twofer. I, Tony Robbins says net time, no extra time. So anytime you can be doing this on a recurring basis and not have to have separate time for things, why not? The layering, life, life layering, we could call that. We're going to life layer right now with talking to your inner child. You could refer to this like your little human, your little boy or girl, the little you, maybe there's a version of you from zero to eight. Maybe you don't relate to that version of you and you have your own idea of who you could be speaking to, but it's showing up to be able to nurture yourself each and every day. And I find early morning toothbrush, first thing or third thing, whatever kind of morning you're having, you brushing your teeth, you're looking in your eyes and you are talking to your inner child, your little self, your now self, whatever little conversation, taking this intimacy, literally you're looking in your eyes into me, I see. And you're doing this. And while you're doing this, looking in your eyes, talking to yourself, there's immense healing. There's immense healing just by you rebuilding the present day trust in yourself that, whoa, <laughs> we've been through a lot. Life has been life. And I am here for you in this now moment, 100 million percent. I've gotten into Eric Thomas a lot lately. He's a, I think the hip hop, a, a, 
picture is dropping. We're all good. Uh, the hip hop preacher, I believe he talks about 120, you know, it needs to be 120. So if you're checking in, it's, it's a hundred. It's 80. What, what does it feel like to be 120 and do that and show up for yourself in that way? What could your 120 look like in that morning moment with yourself? So layering on talking to your inner child, getting into that mirror talk with yourself. We talked about noticing. What I'm about to share is this thumb on wrist, thumb on opposite wrist. If you can get your pulse point on your wrist, this can be a really awesome beginning anchor to yourself to have embodiment practice. So your feet are on the ground, you're feeling yourself connected in the earth. Maybe you're tuning into your heart center, feeling the energy there. If you're driving or whatever, and your feet aren't on the ground, you can just imagine them. Eyes open, obviously, if you're driving. You feel the pulse of your wrist. And you notice and feel yourself in your body. Disassociation, disassociation, leaving yourself, self-abandonment, these can be very common expressions of how one navigates their body when there has been past trauma, past stress, present trauma, present stress. And so if you can relate to that, this embodiment tool in your present moment, we just talked about trusting yourself in all your now moments. This embodiment practice is a way to, in the present, show up for yourself and deepen again, intimacy, trust with yourself. This mirrors to the intimacy, the trust with others. And when you build that up in yourself and you're literally saying, it's little, you know, inner child, little child, little child, I love you. I'm here for you. I got you. That healing is happening in your system and becoming safer and safer and safer. And even inner child, I know we did the best we could. I love you. Maybe you listen. Maybe they want to talk to you, give you some reminders. And so this embodiment practice, thumb to wrist. Again, I was doing net time combining with uh, other things, but doing this practice is a way to really show up for yourself. And one of my favorite tools, I notice myself when I'm in new environments, say I'm in a waiting room somewhere, this literally happened today, I was feeling a little on edge and I just did thumb to wrist. Feeling the pulse, being myself in this now moment, considering who is Linda. Hi, Linda. You can put your own name in there, obviously, right? That's a really beautiful practice to then incorporate some deep, deep breathing. If you're not doing that practice, you can always breathe in through the nose, out through the mouth, in through the nose, out through the nose, in through the mouth, out through the mouth. Do what works for you. Different types of breathing does different things to your system. So if you have a shorter breath up front, a longer exhale, shorter inhale, longer exhale, shorter exhale, longer inhale. These do different things to your nervous system. So what I recommend for anyone, because of how much I believe in that inner attunement and that tuning into your intuition, 
Start by just noticing your natural breath and then asking yourself, what do I need more of right now? You know, maybe I need a slower inhale and I can just let myself notice that and just see what does it feel like to play with that slower inhale? We got to tie it back because it's the brand, but Leela, right? The divine play. What does it feel like to play with your breath? Dance with your breath. A new concept for me, I'm, I tend to be a doer, doer, doer. You know, the being, I continue to cultivate that being practice. Uh, but by nature, I used to just brag that I was type A. I thought it was my superpower. And I'd literally be like, I'm so type A, it's my superpower. It's like the amount of stress that I just be constantly putting on myself. And so going with that to rest, which I think rest can be a lot more accessible than leisure time. And I don't think they necessarily have to be the same thing, but see how you warm up to both of these words, rest, and then leisure time, these other two words. What comes up for you? What's curious? What unlocks? What's like, oh, whoa, let's, let's do that. These different words can unlock different parts of yourself and activate them and help them feel more alive, especially the areas that have been yearning for your love and attention. So leisure time, is that a hobby? Is that different than say a nap where, you know, maybe you're laying in a hammock? I don't know. What, what's the difference? What's that distinction for you? For me, they can often combine rest and leisure time, but leisure, there's like a playfulness that just unlocks with the, the leisure time that feels different than the rest. And for me personally, I have to really dial that in because maybe I really truly need rest and rest feels more of like a true unplug. Um, you know, I, I think of the word restore. Noticing these two words, noticing their roles in your life and what do you crave a little bit more of? See, it's curious. <laughs> All right, showing up for yourself. So far, we got inner child talk, mirror talk, <clears throat> talking to yourself in the mirror, noticing embodiment, breathing, rest, and leisure time. We got our last two. This is our top eight for ways to start showing up for yourself. To journal. Dun, da, da, da. New neural pathways through writing in your brain. It's literally rewiring your brain. Have you ever felt so angry and then self-abandoned or neglected yourself or shame yourself or guilt yourself. This is such a powerful tool that when you're in the heat of, especially when you're in the heat of intense emotions to help you move that through and to really show up yourself for yourself, show up yourself. <clears throat> so how do you begin? I have some different journal prompts. It's the meditative journaling activity that I share as like a freebie. This meditative journaling activity, you want to get yourself, if you can, into a meditative state. What is that for you? Is that listening to a really calming song? Song Is that a few different breaths? Is that you, I don't know, what is that? Getting into a meditative state. Then from here, can you... Start writing. That's it. Meditative journaling. I'm going to get in a meditative state and I'm going to start writing. You can start. One of the easiest ways to start is start with the emotion. So if I'm 
seething, is that the word? <laughs> seething with anger. I am angry. And, and then just let it flow. It's just get yourself started. I feel, I love, I notice. Today, I notice about myself. Today, I'm noticing about myself. Let it flow and go. It doesn't have to just be about you. When we're starting with some of these practices of how can you start showing up for yourself, it's to show up for yourself and be able to show up in all your different ways you're in the world from a more whole place, an illuminating place, a magnetic place, right? It's not like showing up for yourself and like, that's it. It's showing up for yourself and in all this. So letting the journaling be a little key here, the meditative journaling, it's truly so powerful. I can't say enough. Meditation. My last name was Tate before I got married. It's Andrews now, did the legal name change. That's a whole other story. But meditate always makes me laugh because my last name, Tate. And there's this really funny photo. I need to post it sometime, but it is a me as a young, a young child, I probably, if I had the guess, say 10 to 12, maybe 12, and I'm sitting meditating, it's this black and white photo. And, you know, I was definitely was not meditating then. So I come back to meditating. It's something I do every day. This is absolutely my non-negotiable. And I started with one minute. I feel like such a success story when I talk about meditating, because I, like I said, I was the, hey, I have the superpower type A. I don't need to meditate and I'll never forget. It feels like yesterday I was in this room, actually, this used to be my bedroom and I was sitting on the bed and I set the timer and I said, I'm going to meditate for one minute. And I sat there for one minute, just like thinking I'm meditating and I was crawling out of my skin shortly, like relatively shortly after that, within years, like if that was in 2013, I would say this was in 2015. So two years later, I find myself at yoga teacher training where we're meditating twice a day, every day for 20 minutes. And this was my first experience with Vedic meditation. And I was like, oh my God, because back hurt, hip hurt, everything hurt. And every day, twice a day, 20 minutes. And before that, I was not meditating every day. And after that, I was not meditating every day until I went to another Vedic meditation training, V-E-D-I-C, and got initiated and started meditating every day. I just from my own intuition ended up adjusting my mantra. It felt like a, a good shift energetically. And I still meditate every day, twice a day. No, definitely not twice a day, every day, once a day every day, twice a day, some days, but not most days, working on it. So the meditating, one minute, 20 minutes, whatever it is, there's science to support what starts happening in your brain after the 20 minute mark or at the 20 minute mark. We don't care about the 20 minutes, we care about starting. And if you have a longstanding meditation practice, just like anything, I would say, is this serving you? Is it working for you? Do you need an adjustment? You know great questions to be curious about checking in with yourself. So how do you start showing up for yourself? Pick one of these. If you're already doing one or some awesome, pick one of these that you're like, I really like that. And I'm going to do that. 
The meditation, I think, is a really fast track to embodiment because you're sitting with yourself in yourself. <laughs> kind of like can't deny that. Um, so again, another opportunity for noticing. Noticing in all this is really powerful. I hope that you got what you needed. And I would love to drop here a drop in the comments if you are going to do one of these or some of these or what do you already do? I want to know. I want to hear. And thank you for tuning into the Lila Life Show. Catch you in the next one. Thanks for tuning into our show today. Please like, share, subscribe, send to a friend, give the review. And always, if you have feedback, we want to hear team at lelalife.co. Feel free to email us and follow us on social. You can reach us there. Sending you blessings as always. Much love.